Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. I know it's felt like forever, but we're finally there. Race weekend for round two of the 2021 Formula One season. This three-week break felt almost as unbearable as the break between the 2020 and 2021 seasons. But fortunately, racing is back, this time at the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix. Just as a quick recap, race one was back on March 28th at the Bahrain Grand Prix. And wow, what a race. For a proper recap of that race, make sure to check out the GeForce episode we published back on March 29th, giving our details and our input on the race itself. But at a high level, Lewis Hamilton pulled off a pretty brilliant drive to take the win. Max Verstappen was the victim of a controversial new track limits rule, but still finished second on a solid drive. Valtteri Bottas snagged third and the fastest lap, so he got that point. So with that, Lewis is also leading the Drivers' Championship with 25 points, followed by Max with 18, Bottas with 15 points from the race, plus one more for the fastest lap, total of 16, Lando Norris with 12 points for a great drive for fourth in the race, and then fifth place Sergio Perez with 10 points. One cool fact we forgot to mention from the Bahrain Grand Prix, Yuki Tsunoda got his first F1 points in his first F1 race. Hopefully a sign of more points for this fantastic rookie. He was also the only rookie driver to get points, with Mick Schumacher finishing in 16th and Nikita Mazepin, well, finishing in the wall on lap one. For the Constructors' Championship, 2021 is starting off where 2020 left off, with Mercedes in first and Red Bull in second. They currently have 41 and 28 points respectively. Now McLaren are in third with 18, again a great testament to Lando's brilliant drive. And then Danny Rick had a solid race as well so he contributed 6 points. Ferrari are currently in 4th with 12 points, and Alfa Tauri in 5th with 2 points. The final team with points? Aston Martin. They have just 1 point, but they're still on the board. And that's the current situation going into round 2. This weekend, the show heads to Italy, specifically to the town of Imola. Imola is located in the Emilia-Romagna region of Italy and is home to the Autodromo Internazionale Enzo Edino Ferrari. This historic racetrack is one of two Italian tracks on the Formula One calendar this year, with the Italian Grand Prix happening later on at Monza. Imola, which we'll say to mean the racetrack going forward instead of the full name, has a pretty storied history. The track was originally opened in 1953, and then 10 years later hosted its first Formula One race. 
with the legendary Jim Clark pulling off the first win. It would be another 13 years in 1979 before another Formula One race would be held at Imola. And this time, the winner was another giant in motorsport, Mr. Nicky Lauda. Starting from 1981, Imola was a permanent fixture on the F1 calendar, hosting the San Marino Grand Prix through the 2006 season. It's always been a fast track, with the old layout being notorious for its flat-out corner, Tamburello, as well as the long straights. Imola also has some very unfortunate and dark history associated with it, specifically the 1994 San Marino Grand Prix. On Friday, April 29th of that year, during the practice session, driver Rubens Barrichello drove over a curb so quickly that his car launched into the air and landed on top of a tire wall. The impact knocked him unconscious, but fortunately, the trackside medics were able to rush him off to the hospital where they were able to stabilize him and he made a full recovery. Barrichello actually had a fantastic Formula One career after that event still. Unfortunately, Saturday was even more tragic of that weekend. During the qualifying session, Roland Ratzenberg was going flat out through Tamburello, that extremely fast corner connecting the two straights. As he got out of the corner, he kept pushing the car to over 190 miles per hour when approaching a kink in the track, just before the braking zone at the end of the straight. There was some damage to the front of his car from a prior incident, but the net result was he had much less front grip, and instead of turning at the kink, his car crashed head-on into the wall at 190 miles an hour, killing him instantly. Mr. Ratzenberg was the first Formula One driver to die while in a competition since the 1982 death of Riccardo Paletti. At the end of that qualifying session on Saturday, the starting grid was set for Sunday's race. Ayrton Senna in pole position, Michael Schumacher in second, and Gerhard Berger in third. May 1st, the race day. Schumacher was keeping pressure on Senna throughout the beginning of the race. And then lap 7. Senna approaches Tamburello at 190 miles per hour, going essentially flat out at this point but his car understeers wide at the turn itself. He brakes hard, but still hits a concrete wall at over 130 miles per hour and dies instantly. In the span of one weekend, the insane high-speed corner Tamburello had claimed the lives of two of the world's best drivers, with many agreeing that even Senna was among the greatest F1 drivers ever. The results from 1994 forced Imola to adjust the track and make changes. With the current layout itself having only some passing resemblance to the old circuit from 1994 and earlier. Tamburello is gone, replaced by a left-right-left chicane, a short tight corner, which helps reduce the speed that the cars approach this turn at. Again, although this has reduced the space for good overtaking opportunities, it has significantly improved the safety of the track. Now back to the name of Imola's track, 
Autodromo Internazionale Enzo Ideno Ferrari. This is a pretty clear homage to the late Enzo Ferrari and his son Dino. This track, when on the F1 calendar, is the biggest fan base for Ferrari fans. And when Imola returned back to the calendar last year for the first time since 2006, it was actually filling a spot due to the break in the calendar from the pandemic. Same thing is happening this year. The track is making a return back onto the calendar to fill in for the recently canceled Chinese Grand Prix in Shanghai, again due to the pandemic. It's still good to see Imola on the circuit for this year, and I'm really excited to see the action that we'll get in this year's race. That being said, both with last year and even with this year, we're going to miss a lot of that traditional Imola experience, with the fanfare and the celebrations of a big and full Ferrari fan base missing out due to restrictions. Speaking of cancellations though with the calendar, there are some rumors of the Canadian Grand Prix being axed from this year's competition too, again due to pandemic restrictions. We'll let you know more about that as we find out including if there will be a substitute race should the Canadian Grand Prix get cancelled. So what are my predictions for this week's race? I think it's going to follow a similar pattern to last year's result. Mercedes will take a 1-2, with Lewis pulling off his second win for this year. That means Bottas will pull off too. But I think the third place battle should be really exciting. At the end, I think Verstappen in his Red Bull has what it takes to sneak out with the third place podium spot. But let's see what happens this week at Imola.